0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Beef State. It is September 20th. It is a Wednesday. It is beautiful. Football is being played. Feels like nonstop. A game was played against NIU. Nebraska won a football game. Matt Rule was the head coach of that winning football team for the first time in his Nebraska career. We got to see a homegrown kid play quarterback. A lot has happened. Some injuries that are very obvious that are a huge deal. We will be discussing that. A lot more. I am Joe Wheel. This is my good friend Scott Wyman. We will be your hosts this beautiful evening. Scott, how are we feeling? Are we feeling better about the uh, Nebraska team now that we got ourselves a W?
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's the best I felt watching a Nebraska game. I mean, obviously the the Iowa game was better. The vibes were better, or better after the Iowa game. The vibes were not high during the Iowa game. Is this the best we felt since? in terms of watching a game, knowing we were in control of the game since Northwestern 2021.
0: Uh, that's that's an excellent ex. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I was actually About two
1: years, right? I'm not going to lie. I just been able to deal with like put a team
0: away like that. I recently watched that game. Cause if you remember that game, we beat the fuck out of them and it was not, mm-hmm. we kind of still looked bad. Like we had these deep balls and they were like still under thrown, but Torre came back and snagged them, take them 75 yards. So, that, you know, was NIU the best team I've ever seen? No. Were they, uh, did their quarterback maybe make some of the worst throws I've ever seen? Yes. But we did come in, made one mistake early. You know, our, there, was a, there was a little bit of grumbling with the people I was watching it with, watching that offensive line early uh, and that fumble at the goal line. But man, how about that defense, Scott? Basically a shutout until the yeah. last oh, yeah. drive of the game.
1: I mean, our defense played great. Part of the reason Rocky Lombardi was so bad is because he had uh, guys in his face all night. Nash Huppmacher had a huge game. Yeah, You had a ton of guys play on that front line that were really effective. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, one thing I want to point out, I don't know if you remember, so the big similarity from why that Northwestern game felt so good two years ago, why the second half our offense felt so good, uh, Teddy Prohoshka was in there at, at tackle
0: he looks like a monster he looks so big out there he looks so he's (laughs) impossible he looks
1: looks like a madden created character
0: yeah he looks like i'm pretty sure the
1: limit of how tall you can make somebody in madden is just one inch shorter than what he is
0: so he's literally more than a video game is what he is you couldn't even create him if you wanted to
1: uh no no sorry in reverse um one inch taller yeah my bad uh yeah. yeah, I think it's like six eleven. It's like the max height you can go in Madden. Close enough, right?
0: That's close yeah, enough, right?
1: Yeah, it's, and go ahead. No, he's really good. He's he's the best run blocker we have. Um, uh, they didn't have to throw the ball that much in the second half, uh, so we can get to see him a lot in that pass row. We saw him being used as a third tackle or first. So they sort of did an unbalanced third tight end look, and they brought mm-hmm. him in. Here's what I don't get: I don't get why he's not starting.
0: Well, it's Clearly, he's being brought back from injury, so there is mm-hmm. a degree of, I would bet, 90-some percent of it is just them wanting to slowly work him back in because he's been mm-hmm. technically active. I don't think there's any chance that he's being you know, held back for any performance-based issues. I think he's just trying. Do you remember when uh, Rule first got here? He's holding Fedoni back in warm-ups, or not warm-ups, practices, things like that. Yeah,
1: protecting the player from himself type yeah, of thing. Yeah, I would bet. Yeah.
0: I totally get I know, that. that. That's what that is. Yeah, because they—if that
1: is the case, then fine, I suppose. But just I think still, it's, he's even so more so, chart,
0: it's even you more so. It's even more so when you have when you know a guy is that good. It's I think you protect them maybe even more because you know that they can play potentially at that next level in the NFL. So you say, hey, obviously we want to protect all our players, but you, you know, you're. <laughs> You, you have the skill to be playing at the next level. You definitely cannot have any major injuries. Whereas a guy who, you know, maybe, you know, does, is not going to see as much field time, you give him a chance to play a little bit more because they may not have as many chances.
1: Potentially. Yeah, well, I think he's our best offensive player. Really? Yeah. I do. Yeah. I don't think that's a reach. Uh, I think he's far and away, maybe even on the team, got the highest upside in terms of draft possibilities.
0: You're not ready to call Cam Lenhardt a first overall pick yet?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Cam has been awesome. Uh, I think Cam will be a, an NFL draft pick. Um, Pretty early I on. I think he has the potential to be a first-rounder, but I think so does Teddy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe maybe Cam is up there. But, te- I mean, you, th- there's no NFL love size, NFL loves measurables. There's right. nobody. <laughs> I've I've never seen a football player that big. And think about how much more weight he could put on. Oh, dude. He could be 350 easy and be fast. He could play tight end and be
0: 350. He weighs 325 right now. He's listed Mm -hmm. at 6'10", 325 pounds out of Elkhorn. And he looks
1: like skinny.
0: Yeah. Um, He plays with
1: good leverage, too. He's He's not like slow. He's not plotting. He's not like a Clydesdale. He has good bend. He has good hips. He's a really good run blocker. I think the sky is the limit for him. I was really happy to see him back out on the field. I think with all this stuff of, you know, deciding which quarterback, deciding, you know, working guys back from injury, all of that has to be done by after the Michigan game, if that makes sense. Because that's like the now-we-go part of our schedule. That's when you've got a lot of 50-50 games. And I don't know if Rule's going to admit this. It seems like he hasn't really been playing. He's just been playing for development this year. But I think the best thing we could do for development this year is make a bowl game.
0: Uh, bowl game, get another month of practice. You get obviously that's, just that's the reps of an practices. extra game. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, that's a whole spring, you know what I mean? Like spring
1: ball is fifteen practices. Fall yeah. camp is fifteen practices.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's gonna I don't I understand what you're saying about playing for development. I think he's ultimately gonna play to win. We also opened up our season in a very odd manner. It was not Three, you know, layup games. It was two power five teams on the road. That's going Mm -hmm. to throw a wrench in when you're still kind of trying to see how guys perform in games. Uh, You know, obviously, Jeff Sims in the first two games did not perform the way that they probably expected him to play. They didn't necessarily expect him to play lights out. I don't think they expected him to come in and score two touchdowns, turn the ball over six, seven times. You know, you're still kind of... You can only learn so much in practice. You got to see these guys on the field. And then when you have right. to go on the road against power five they, teams back I mean, to back weeks.
1: They seem to be taking a lot from practice. That's what we know. I mean, they're not stupid well, sure. guys. Right. <laughs> and apparently Jeff Sims is Cam Newton in practice. And that's why I believe them. I believe them. Yeah, I believe that he is. But then when it's come to the game, you know, it's been as turnover prone as I've ever seen any college football player. Okay. Right?
0: I don't think that's so, I mean
1: that rate, seven in two games, is, is pretty bananas. So let's talk about um, the quarterback
0: situation. Nebraska NIU, obviously Heinrich Harburg comes in, plays well. I don't think anyone can argue that he didn't play well. Some people thought I you know, obviously he came in and he played against, you know, not a power five team. It was not quite the same opponent. It wasn't on the road. Heinrich Harburg definitely at least impressed me. Uh two touchdowns. Through the air, one touchdown rushing, took care of the football. Besides that strip sack, which strip sacks happen? Uh, that's, yeah, I don't think that was on him. No, I'm not placing that on him at all. But got a couple nice throws in. Certainly, if you watch the tape, maybe could have thrown around a little bit more. But you know, you're not expecting he Heinrich it. to come like in. Hmm?
1: Every ball is a million miles an hour. It's
0: oh, he can zip it. He can zip it.
1: He's got a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like trying to prove, he's like, he was throwing the ball like it was like NFL Pro Day.
0: Mm-hmm. He was, oh, he's letting them know, dude. Everything. He's homegrown. What? They were probably playing Zach, that Zach Brown band song when he stepped on the field. Yeah, it probably was. He's like, I gotta fucking show him how we do it in Carney. And he was slinging it all around the football field. What else do you do?
1: He was, he looked good for a guy starting his first football game, played with a lot of rhythm. Uh, A lot of tempo. That's what I really liked is the offense seemed to be moving fast. Mm -hmm. We seemed to be... um, You know, he seemed to be hustling guys to the line. Um, And plays looked like they developed on time, if that makes sense. It didn't look like things were breaking down and he had to scramble.
0: It's going to sound like a backhanded compliment. uh, But when a quarterback goes in you kind of just want things to go well and that kind of sounds like an oversimplification but sometimes when you plug a guy in you'll see i mean you see this a lot uh you'll see a quarterback get plugged in and they're not necessarily wowing you with any talent it's just the offense is performing better and i think the offense performed well with Heinrich Harburg there and he did some nice things i don't want to take anything away from him but sometimes that's just what you're looking for now mm-hmm. going forward You know, I totally understand people wanting to say, you know, it's Heinrich for the rest of the year. I don't think that's going to be the case come LaTeX. I think Jeff Sims is getting the start. Uh, You, I, And frankly, I agree with that. You have to still see, you know, if Jeff Sims comes in against LaTeX and he still has trouble, you know, turning the ball over, then, you know, I think you kind of have your answer. But you have to see what he, you know, he was not giving the starting job for no reason. When he came here, it was not the quarterback was between Casey Thompson, Jeff Sims and Heinrich Harburg. It was Jeff Sims and Casey Thompson, Casey Thompson. Hopefully he gets better soon, but it was between those. Casey, two. What, guys. Did you see this?
1: Huh? Um, I don't think it was Jeff Sims versus Casey Thompson. Um, I think it was just
0: Jeff Sims. I, I don't know. That was, you're talking about the online rumors. I, mean, I, don't,
1: think, I don't think this is super controversial.
0: Uh, I mean, this is just
1: me. This is not Joe. Uh, and this is something that Casey put on his Instagram, but he said he didn't want to leave Nebraska.
0: So from what I took, I did did see him say that. Um, From what I took, because his dad had said something, my understanding is that... He was told it was... He had a shot, but it was going to be a battle, and he didn't want to be in a battle, which is fine, because you're in your... Right, it,
1: well, and also a battle that he wasn't even going to be able to start right away, right? Because he yeah. was still working back from injury during the spring.
0: Yeah, so I don't think he was forced out. I think he was told, honestly, hey, we kind of run in this guy. We think he can start. It's going to be between you and him. Um That's what... I, that was my kind of takeaway from that whole situation, which... And you
1: know, also... I mean it's pretty clear what kind of offense they want to run and I don't know if that's going to that would have suited Casey Thompson very well. I think that's he fair. is Now an ACL ACLs happen to guys who are injury prone, ACLs happen to guys who are not injury prone. ACLs not like an injury prone type of injury.
0: Yeah. Scott's referring sucks. to Casey did tear his ACL. He's out for the season. Right. Uh, playing at and a And
1: so he you know, has been injury prone in other ways I, I, in not the ACL type of way. You know, he's had shoulder things. Now, a lot of that's because Nebraska line wasn't very good. No, no. <laughs> but he That'll was also it. injury
0: prone in Texas.
1: Um, and that was part of the reason why he was at Nebraska.
0: Well, they also kept shipping in five-star guys to take his place that's every, also, uh, <laughs> every six months. That's also true. Yeah,
1: He's been, you know, I really wanted him to stay. I loved yeah. Casey Thompson. I loved how he played. He was a warrior last year. Um, I don't think he would have been suited very well for this offense. But if we had Casey Thompson, I think we're 2-1 and one right now.
0: Hey, I'll tell you up. what. Casey can scoot a little bit. He's got some speed. Oh, I, yeah, totally. I believe that that was kind of his assessment coming out of uh, high school is that he couldn't throw the ball. Is that he was just, uh, he was a lot better with his legs than he was his arm. Uh, and I think he kind of disproved that.
1: Yeah, I'm. He's got, I'm a, yeah, he's got really good touch. He's just not that big, right? Yeah. He,
0: which he's is, a big dude
1: compared to normal dudes, but he's not big compared to football guys. Right. You know, 5'11, 195, you can't carry the ball more than five or six times a game. Whereas, you know, our quarterbacks are averaging 15 to 18 times a game now. So,
0: Yeah, Heinrich against NIU carried it 21 times. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of That's a lot of football carries. Yeah, I love I love Casey Thompson. He was That's like Rex Burkhead 2011 numbers. Hey, He's still a free agent. We might see him back in the uh back in Memorial Stadium running the football uh with our running back situation. But hey, how about uh how about Adrian Martinez interning with the uh business department or at the athletic?
1: Yeah, that you know. That was really nice to see.
0: Yeah, it was. That was awesome. That feels
1: good. That feels good. Because it's like there was a Toxic part of this fan base um, that was maybe exacerbated by the whole situation surrounding 2021. Adrian kind of got a raw deal while he was here, okay. and I think he was a hero the whole time. Had to play hero ball. Was forced into having a lot of bad habits. Was forced into making a lot of bad decisions. Um. I, I you know, I don't put the, any of the blame on him. No. Um, and it felt. When he left, like he might have some ill will towards Nebraska.
0: Understandably, I would say.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone, but it made me sad because we all, not we all, but a good chunk of the fan base loved Adrian and recognized how much work he put. I mean, the kid literally played, would he play three games with a broken jaw?
0: Yeah. We we, we talked about this uh, like last year. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think we ever found it, but the Frost team, squad, staff, whatever, made a documentary about Adrian playing through injury when he had like a broken jaw, all that other stuff, uh, and it didn't get released because Frost got fired, but it did get leaked, and then I couldn't find it again, but there was a documentary made by the coaching staff about that, which is, you know.
1: That's crazy. Uh, I don't know why they would have done that. Uh, maybe because Adrian's just a stud, and
0: that's, the I think dude that's, was on a
1: liquid diet.
0: Yeah. Hey, he's... <laughs> Uh, could you cannot say more. You cannot say anything more about the way he carried himself, the way he represented the state, the way he represented the football team. Always the classiest guy. Uh, great representation of the state, of the sport, of the football team. Can't say enough about him. Uh, make sure you guys hit that like and that subscribe button. Appreciate it.
1: Um, but yeah. might be you can cut this if you want to. Um, might be Coach Adrian sometime soon.
0: Possibly. The fact that he's in the business department interning makes me think maybe not, but who knows? That would be sweet. Well, I'm talking maybe some ice cold ball. Oh, yeah. That feels like a guarantee. It was not all Flowers and Daisies uh, Nebraska's game against NIU. Unfortunately, Gabe Irvin Jr. and Ramir Johnson are out for the season, both uh, requiring season-ending surgeries, I believe both Uh, having dislocations of different body parts, obviously heartbreaking news for those guys, um, especially this early in the season, not being able to play ball. You know, I can't imagine working that hard and then just having that taken from you like that Uh, on the football side of it. Gabe Irvin Jr. Or excuse me, Anthony Grant uh, moves up in the depth star, obviously was kind of the bell cow last year. Mm-hmm. was moved down the depth chart due to some issues fumbling the football. You know, as far as losing your top two running backs, I think there are worse positions for football teams to be in than to go, "Oh well, hey, we actually have the guy who carried the ball 70% of the time for us last year, third on our depth chart." Right. So,
1: especially yeah, the guy who's you're probably your most talented running back. I don't think anyone would argue that. The guy who maybe looks the best carrying the football is <laughs> is your third string guy. Um, yeah, with how much this team wants to run the ball, mm-hmm. uh, geez, I mean, whoever's starting at quarterback probably add another five carries to them, uh, and then Emmett Johnson, Tyler Lindem, get ready, Quentin Ives for four games, get ready,
0: Janier and Bonner, probably get ready, a lot of fullback oh, runs yeah. I would expect, Leven Tritt, uh, Leven Tritt probably I'm gonna have we'll get to. Through, 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 through.
1: Do you remember? Do you remember twenty fifth? the first year of mike riley when andy janovich just became a leading ball carrier vaguely yeah he was getting like 15 a game Um, (laughs) (laughs) that was crazy that i mean we'll we'll be getting into that territory i mean it's you just can't um you know anthony grant's not that big of a running back i think we saw him wear down towards the end of the season last year if you well our whole two week 10 season on him 20 carries a game he's gonna break down a little bit
0: yeah because people so, people I mean, definitely you really don't want to go
1: like you're starting a game where Emmett Johnson's your only scholarship running back that's going to be tough
0: people have definitely brought up Anthony Grant's production uh, throughout the year last year uh mm-hmm. and I would I haven't looked at the exact stats I would argue that our whole offense definitely slowed down I mean once once oh, yeah. Casey Thompson went out uh, our kind of offense just totally died for those like 3-4 games that was the yeah. i mean that was like watching Iowa play offense it really was i mean our our,
1: our Scott Frost say what you will about him as a head coach he's a good offensive coach he's a good play caller uh, our offense was productive at the beginning of the year That wasn't really the, the problem it was just like special teams miscues and defense was bad and the offense was turning the ball over but they were still productive they were still gaining <laughs> yards
0: what I just like that of Say what you will. Say <laughs> <See> we will. <laughs> He's good offensively. I mean, special teams are terrible. Defense was bad. Offense turned the ball over.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they moved the ball. They, <laughs> they, they moved move the, ball the football fairly
0: league. well. Yeah.
1: They, so, so, you know, losing a really good play caller definitely hurt. Um, Teddy Proshka getting injured three games into last year, that hurt quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there's definitely part of that, part of that, you know, you just started big 10 play Mm -hmm. and the defense has got a lot better. Yeah. Uh, One thing I do love about Anthony Grant is how he finishes runs. I think we're probably going to get five or six clips of him.
0: Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Flatlining a DB who is not ready to tackle him.
0: Hey, he lays the wood. There's no doubt about that. He hits guys with some bad intentions.
1: He looks like he's punching people with his upper body.
0: He does. He punches people with his face.
1: It's literally like Falcon punch with with shoulder pads. It winds up into it too. It's crazy.
0: Hey, let me ask you this. So how does this kind of, you know, we're still early on uh, offensive. Well, for the whole season, obviously. But for Satterfield, the offensive coordinator looking at this, does this simplify his playbook? Does this make his, complicate his playbook? Especially when you kind of aren't 100% sure who your quarterback may be going forward. Is this going to be?
1: Who I think both quarterback. Basically, here's how. how, Here's how it's going to go. You they're going to want to run the ball forty times a game, and throw the ball twenty to twenty five. So, you know, twenty carries to the quarterback. Twenty to Anthony Grant. That's not going to happen. So I mean, going to ten carries going to Emmett Johnson, and then we're just like. They're, if, they're he- if they're healthy, if they're both healthy.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, so you are just going to have to get to creative. Find, I
1: think you're going to have to get creative. I think you can do that with the tight ends. I think we can get some screens. I think we can get some bubble screens. But, I mean, those are basically run plays. Yeah. Just with the Stenched assurance with of it the not run getting game. negative yards. Um, so I think we'll see a lot more bubble screens. I think we'll see a lot more screens to the tight end. I think we might see some I think we'll probably see a couple stuff, carries. Like not countering. necessarily
0: a dedicated wide receiver at, Running back, but I think we'll see some a good amount of running back no, straight. Carries. Oh, I think so. That's
1: I think that's too tough to do. People would say Billy Kemp just because he's got the body type, and right? That yeah, we did that. We did that a couple years ago with uh, Wando Robinson, mm-hmm. and he was much smaller than Billy Kemp. But I don't think you can do that to a guy who's you know, this is his last year of eligibility, he's trying to raise his draft stock.
0: Um, it, he was asked about it uh, today or yesterday. If he would be Billy willing was? to play, some yeah, and he said he would. I'm sure know, he
1: would be able to. He's a dog. Dude.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: he catches everything. Like his well, his punt return catches, uh, even the ones he chooses to return are are pretty crazy.
0: Dude, he catches that ball so fucking hard. He's so good at it. But I mean, this Matt Rule is a uh, like an athlete guy, right? He wants to get athletes in on his team. He kind of yeah. he is very heavily how he bases. recruiting. So I think a Matt Rule offense, you know, this is early on and it's not, you know, a team full of quote-unquote his guys, but I think that's a position where you know, he's going to say, I I have some athletes here and there, I'm going to try to you know, like when we saw if Heinrich Harburg is not the quarterback going forward, you're going to maybe see him you know in the backfield a couple times. Not straight runs, but they're going to, you know, they line him up at yeah, where'd they line him up at when he had to catch the first H. game? Yeah. They're going to get creative with H, stuff like yeah, that. So
1: H is like an inline uh, ahead of the quarterback. So quarterbacks in pistol or shotgun. Mm-hmm. H is basically between the tackles. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a tight end between the tackles at hybrid role. Um, and you can give him carries. I I think Heinrich might be, I don't know. He's a little big. He's a little long legged for running back. Sure. Um, Maybe you see Josh Fleeks. Yeah. move from slot receiver. Uh, Probably a guy who's not going to play a ton. Um, But he's big. I mean, he's 220. Who? Josh Fleeks. He uh, transferred from Baylor. He's like 25.
0: (laughs) He's 205. No
1: disrespect to Josh Fleeks. He was
0: coached by Matt Rule at Baylor, which was quite a while ago now. (laughs) Shout out to him. That's awesome. He's... um,
1: yeah, I mean, he's our backup slot receiver. Uh, I don't know how much he's gotten in, but um, yeah, maybe as the the younger guys, Jalen Lloyd, Malachi Coleman move up. No, they're not necessarily slots, but you've got guys on the outside, Alex Bullock can play slot, um, that can then take over that spot, and then you can move someone like Josh Felix or Billy Kemp down and play running back. I mean, I just... There's no world where Emmett Johnson and Anthony Grant split 30 carries and both remain healthy the remainder of the big 10 schedule
0: it'd be difficult you wouldn't you wouldn't expect it no right you do so obviously then, you hope it happens but
1: right so you're gonna have to get creative with it mm-hmm. so tyler lindam maybe that's the answer maybe you just keep going down the running back depth chart maybe that's the answer quentin ives you can use for four games uh before burning his red shirt so maybe that's the answer if it's an emergency situation um i think i would actually definitely lean on that once we get past the michigan game uh, then use Quint knives for four games uh, and, and sort of just preemptively take a load off of those guys, sort of reduce them by five carries. But yeah, I mean, I don't think this I think if someone gets injured, then you really have to start changing stuff.
0: Dude, so much of this is built around our uh, how weird our schedule is. Like this is, yeah. so we're kind of shifting away from that real quick, but we start obviously on the road against two power five teams, and you have NIU La Tech. You know you're supposed to be your two cupcake wins, and then you have Michigan, right? Second best team in the country, just got their head coach back. Yeah. Uh, we all know how good Michigan has been in the last few years, but then you have Illinois, who has not looked. You know, no, wasn't it's necessarily pretty bad. <laughs> they have not, <laughs> not been like world win. beaters, and they are looking worse than normal. But they're Illinois, so I, I would expect there's still going to be a tough game. And then you have a bye, and then you have Northwestern, who does not, you know, got a win. Probably going to be the last win. Uh, just you know, got rid of their head coach. They have Purdue who is a brand new head coach. Hasn't necessarily looked great. Michigan state who now has a new head coach. Yep. Uh, they just got murdered. We'll have to see if they bounce back at all. Uh, Maryland or Maryland looks pretty good. Decent. Wisconsin yep. has not looked good at all. Uh nope. Iowa's looked bad too. Wisconsin. And Iowa both had terrible That's, weeks.
1: That's yep. I think save everybody's red shirt uh, for those games. Like bone baremo- like get this win get this like this has to be a win so if jeff sims comes out and he starts turning the ball over get him out of there quick and get Harburg in there because we need to just win this game sets us up two wins then you only need to get four of your next few games and there's you know you rattled out four games where we're probably going to be favored in illinois michigan state northwestern and purdue maybe not purdue but those are four very winnable games games you could argue we probably should win and if Man. you only win three of them, then you can just steal one from Wisconsin or Iowa. But that's, you know, you got to get to six, get those extra practices, increase the development. But that's those four games after Michigan is where I would say, like, not burn the redshirt, but use the four games of the guys who you're planning on redshirting. Like, use Quentin Ives during that
0: time. Dude, We uh, I know you have to go soon, but this was an insane week of college football. Obviously, they're always insane. Yeah. But there was like six or seven teams that were supposed to absolutely destroy, like like barely made it through. Michigan was tied with Bowling Green at halftime. Uh, let me just go down the list here. Uh, Georgia was losing by two scores to South Carolina at halftime. Uh, Florida yep. State barely beat Boston College. Uh, Wyoming and Texas were tied going into the fourth quarter. Uh, Ohio uh, they beat the shit out of them. Um, let me see what else. Alabama. Alabama. Alabama almost lost to South Florida. They were up I mean, by one Bama, touchdown.
1: Bama's this is the lowest Bama's been ranked since. I think it's when
0: is this? Uh, I forget. I
1: mean, it's Bama. Like seriously, like, here's the thing: I, I almost don't believe it.
0: The know, quarterback situation
1: right? is so bad that it's like I don't see a way that they can win a national championship. But then it's like, you know, they're gonna go to a bowl game and just smash somebody. I mean, are we? Because they're just gonna run the ball, but.
0: Are we thinking they can? I don't know. I don't even know if they're going to be able to get into the national championship.
1: I mean, like, they're not going to make the playoff. I, yeah. I don't. Think they're going to make. The so, they're not going to make. The and they so they they're won seventeen to, Georgia, to three. Probably lose to Tennessee. They
0: won seventeen Oldest to, to three, and they scored a touchdown with thirty seconds left in that game. And then Tennessee, Tennessee got rolled by Florida. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Billy Napier's boys. He's not a bad coach.
0: Oh, is it Missouri beating Kansas State with that last second field that like 61-yard field goal. Who the fuck in college kicks a 61-yard field goal and makes it?
1: That was I mean, that's is that the record?
0: I I don't think so because it wasn't said it was, but it's got I mean, it's got to be near it. I that's mean, the record is probably
1: the SEC record. I think that's what yes, I saw. It to win SEC. a game. <laughs> Against your rival I love uh, Get more big Big 8 rivals um, Big 12 North rivals Schedule them all Colorado That's great I don't want to do Colorado every year But if we could do Like Kansas State Iowa State Missouri What does that do for you Joe? Do you feel good about those? Kansas Let's we'll start oh. scheduling The Big 12 North Let's get the game back together Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, in theory, I like it. I would like at least a couple years where we don't have to play road games to start the season. We can just play a couple easy home openers, um, you know, at least one or two. I hate having to start in the road every year, especially with how much turmoil we've had over our staff the last few years. But hey, right. It's good television it sells, baby. All right. It is, it's that, fun is, that is that is going to be us uh, for tonight. I have been Joe wheel. He has been Scott Weinman. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hopefully you guys appreci- uh, appreciated the show. I will uh, talk to you guys later. Quick Thank you. Predictions. Quick
1: score predictions for this week.
0: Uh, yeah, who you got? Nebraska, LA Tech at home.
1: I'm going to say 3110.
0: La Tech? <laughs> Nebraska. Uh, fuck, that's a really good number. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a nice yeah, one. I don't, nice think, we got, I don't think we
1: have 40 in us. I don't think we're gonna score 40 at all. Yeah, this me year.
0: neither. Give me a 38 to 10.
1: All right. Thank you. you bye bye.